Hi guys! I wanted to talk a little bit today about what makes a good day, kind of, and I was just curious and wanted to throw this question to you guys, because I know there's like so many different answers, but I'm really curious how you guys define like what makes it a good day for you. And I've been really trying to think about this because it's really hit me, like I feel like as you get older, especially as I'm approaching 25 and stuff, I know I'm still young, but at the end of the day, I feel like time just goes really fast. I mean, it can drag when you're doing something really difficult, of course, but overall, is when I look back on the years, I feel like each year just passes faster and faster, which has me thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, I think especially because I lost a friend in 2020 and I saw two people that I looked up to a lot and I really admired their marriage and their love story and it came to an end really shortly because he passed away rather young and they didn't get a ton of time together. And seeing that happen, um, seeing a marriage that only, you know, maybe got like five years of getting to enjoy their love and seeing, you know, how some people are parents and their children don't live to be that old or, you know, even thinking of my own brother brother who only lived to 17, I've always been very aware that our time on this planet is really limited. And when you think about it that way, think about the fact you only have 52 Sundays in a year, you only had three years left, it would be like, oh my gosh, that's only 150 more. How would you spend those 150 days, you know? And I know like for some people that's really morbid, but to me it actually can be encouraging because one, it reminds me to calm down and breathe and not take things so seriously because one day we all pass on and people aren't going to probably remember who who I am or what I did that much anyways so not taking everything so dang seriously and being so intense as someone that gets panic attacks that's something I have to remind myself of sometimes but also you know it really makes me think of like okay if I want to make these days count what does that look like to me like what do I define as like a day that really was made to count um and what makes a good day a good day to me and there's so many different answers I can think of but I want to think of like a couple simple ones that I came up with two of them are in my control somewhat okay I'll put it this way one of them is in my control one of them's like halfway in my control and then one of them's completely not so like uh, different severities of things I've thought about but I'm just going to give three examples but I honestly think there are so many different ways the answer to this question could go and would love to hear if you guys come up with anything so the question is what makes it a good day I actually thought of one more as I was recording this and it's going to be just like really random simple things but I'm going to tell you the four things I thought of and I could keep going and we could do a part two or something if you're interested or I won't if not it, you know you just let me know but at the end of the day, I really, really want to hear your answers on what makes a good day to you, because I think there are so many different ways that this could be defined and gives you lots of different ideas and inspiration on like what maybe to fill your life up with a little bit more. So, all right, let's stop rambling. Let's jump into number one. For me, the first thing I can think of is doing ballet. Um, I really had to learn the value of ballet for me by quitting it. Like when I went off to college and then I started working full time and I went into survival mode, basically from the day I turned 18 or actually kind of like my senior year of high school when it was really weighing on me, like I'm gonna figure out how, I'm gonna have to figure out how to support myself, how to pay all my own bills and be like completely independent like this year. So I was under a lot of stress and I didn't have like the capacity to keep up with ballet in a way I used to. And when I was younger, I think sometimes I didn't enjoy ballet because I was such a perfectionist. Like I loved it, but I was always so worried on me not being good enough to make it into a company that it was more like 
almost self-punishment every day, and it was really stressful. And having to let go of the initial vision of things, having to accept certain failures I was so afraid of before and, like, surviving them, having a lot of my worst fears come true and then, like, living through it helped me with that. And then I came back to it and I just realized, like, I just want dance to be part of my life. I just want to do ballet. I just, even if it's not full-time, all day, every day, the way that I had maybe dreamed growing up, all I want is especially after like quitting and trying so many different things and trying like I tried gardening I tried painting I tried coloring I tried sewing I tried cosplaying I tried building different businesses I tried different jobs I tried going to school I just tried so much because I was trying to forget this passion of mine if it wasn't something that I could do and I didn't make it it's kind of how I felt um and I just, I never could forget it, and I missed it so bad. It's like that lover you can't move on from. Um, and I really just realized, like, for better or worse, for the good days and bad days, for the stress or not, whether it makes me zero dollars, a hundred, or a thousand, literally if I ever land a professional job, or if I never do, I just want to be dancing. I just want to do ballet. And it's so hard, even still today, with my full-time work schedule. So I've been trying this new thing where I'm trying to do it, like, before work. But I, my work day starts at, like, 5 a.m. So I have to get up at, like, 4 a.m. if I'm going to do that. And to be honest, this morning when I did it, I was super exhausted and almost, like, falling asleep into my coffee. And so from 4 to 4.15, it was just me trying to wake up and then it was really only the last 15 minutes that I was awake and like clear-headed enough that I was able to get in some really good plies and tendus and so you know my 30 minute intention was cut down to 15 minutes and my ballet class wasn't as extensive as you know it could have been however that being said it was still worthwhile for me like even just 15 minutes of it really made my day So honestly, it would be really easy to just beat myself up and be like, what does 15 minutes do compared to an hour and a half technique? Or what did that really accomplish for me? Or is that enough to make any difference at all? And, you know, for some time of my life, there were times where I was like, well, I can't fit in a full class. And so what is 15 minutes going to do? That's not even worth anything. And I wouldn't do the 15 minutes. But man, getting myself up 15 minutes earlier just to have 15 minutes extra of ballet, it actually did totally make my day today. And that might seem really small or something unrelatable to another person, but it was just the feeling like the pep in my step as I went about my work day knowing I got to do ballet today. Even if it was only 10 minutes, I was doing ballet again today. I got to do ballet today. And that was one thing that really made me realize like, Man, okay, so ballet and dancing, a day that I dance is a good day to me. Every day that I am able to dance, every day I'm able to do ballet, every day I'm able to move my body or take a curtsy or experience the way music feels when it's on and you're interpreting it through the language of your body, like that is an incredible feeling. And every day I'm healthy enough or not in crisis enough that I can find 10 minutes of peace to do ballet or more, that's a good day. So for me, every day I dance is a good day. That one might have been a little obvious because obviously I am known to be a ballet lover and I have a big ballet passion and I do ballet chats here. But, you know, it doesn't have to be dance. Maybe you like cooking. Maybe you really like slowing down and making a really loving dinner. I mean, shoot, when I make a dinner, it feels great too. But that's actually not my number two. So my number two today that I would like to tell you is 
The second thing on my list that makes a good day is something a little out of my control, and that's kisses. The reason it's a little in my control is because I can decide if I'm so busy and so stressed out, can I stop and even take two minutes to actually feel that kiss, to actually be present with my loved one, to actually, um, you know, be there. And of course, it's not totally in our control if our loved one is there. Like, tragedies happen. Someone can pass away. Someone can, um, you know, not want to be there anymore. Things like that. People have free will. Tragedies strike. You know, it's not totally in your control who's there or who's not but I think that's why it makes it even more special in the days where they are and of course like for me I used to be when I was younger just petrified petrified to be close to anyone or anything because everything ends and it's only going to bring you pain and why do that to yourself right but I realized that like to be so fixated on the ending or the fact that one day someone has to pass away or maybe it won't work out or anything like that to act like just because it might have an ending that brings you pain that none of the things in the middle before it came mattered that like the last two pages of the books are the only thing that matters and not pay, not every page that came before that and all the in-betweens and all the joy and all the that to me is crazy and I thank god like I didn't let my fear stop me from ever like falling in love when I really thought when I was younger I never would and I've been lucky enough as I was older to experience love and to experience different partners and to experience being married. And when I was backpacking Europe in 2017, I remember thinking, gosh, I hope I can make it home safe to get married this fall because I just I want to experience like what that is like. <laughs> and I want to experience that love. And I used to think I was too scared to. But now I think I'm just lucky to even have the chance to experience that journey and the memories that may come with it um, with a person I care about so much and I'm so grateful I got to meet and experience life with and value and I don't know just like valuing the fact that like you are lucky enough to be born in the time and place as your loved ones you're lucky enough to find each other in this universe there's so many things that can happen that can tear people apart and so if you are together with someone you love and you have the opportunity for kisses or for cuddles or the beauty that is like love I don't know I think that's like a beautiful miraculous thing and so for me I added to the list that every day I get kissed for me, it's my spouse. And for you, um, you know, obviously this isn't for everyone. Like, if for some people, love can be very destructive to their lives. And I understand that, like, this is all subjective. Like, this completely depends on the place that you're in your life when you listen to it and the season that you're going through right now. But in healthy situations that are not, like, damaging to the soul, I think that you know just like a thrilling kiss or something like it's so fun it's so worth experiencing love isn't perfect but I feel like every single day that I'm experiencing the miracle of being loved and every day I get to be kissed like kissing and dancing every day I kiss and every day I dance for me is a good day like I can go home and mark down and be like you know what I can think of 20 things that went wrong but today I kissed and today I danced and to me that makes me feel like I had a good day so kissing and dancing <laughs> But number three is one that's a little more out of my control, and that is, like, finding a beautiful surprise. And anyone can do this on any day. Like, I used to think, okay, surely there are days where it's just not going to work out and you can't come up with anything. But to be honest, I have been really surprised that every day you do this where you look out for one thing, just look for one thing that you were happy that you were alive on this planet to see, that you got to be on Earth another day and experience. To me, my happy surprise today was I saw a baby cow. I was driving and there was a mama cow and next to it was a little itty bit like newborn calf nursing. And I was like, wow, how cute. It's just had a baby. So I saw a new baby cow, a new baby life. That was 
was my beautiful surprise of the day. The other day, it was seeing a cat in someone's yard. Or I once drove and I saw some deer on the side of the road and I was really quiet and didn't scare them off. And like, okay, that can be your magical surprise. Something you come up on in the day. Like, go about your day looking for something. Be like, what is the beautiful thing I'm going to see? And you can usually find at least one to write down. So I don't know. That's what makes it a good day is I find my beautiful surprise. Finally, the fourth thing I have to mention and just the final thought I'm going to leave you with today is about having my hair down. Hear me out because this is a layered one for me. Okay, so the last one that I have for you today is about The last one that I have for you today is about wearing my hair down. And before you judge too much on something that might seem a little shallow or vain, I want to explain to you why it's kind of a big deal. So um, as a delivery driver, I, um, well, actually, let, let me just start with a little background. I struggle with something called hypervigilance. I, it's very, you know, a lot of people struggle with it if you have PTSD or if you grew up in an abusive home. Those are both applicable to me. But I also was assaulted when I was a teenager. And I really, really struggled with, like, panic attacks and, like, leaving the house. And, yeah, I don't know. It, like, I would really struggle. So, in short. Um, and before I took this delivery job, I had briefly tried um, another delivery service that is one that you take food to people's houses and you don't have to be, like, an ongoing employee with them to work for them and some of you guys might know the company I'm referring to and during that time I had a really negative experience where on one of my very first days delivering I walked up and there were some men that kind of gave me a hard time nothing ended up happening but it scared me really 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 bad and kind of brought me back to those fight-or-flight feelings of when I was younger and feeling really out of control and uh you know, assaulted. And so I quit that job and I didn't stick with it. And I was like, man, delivery is not going to work for me as a woman walking around in the world by myself all the time. I'm just going to get harassed so much. And I was just really, 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 really fearful. And I thought like, oh, I just can't, I just can't do this job. It's just too unsafe for me. But then when I actually saw, it was actually someone else I saw that worked with my husband. She is a delivery driver and she's female and she's very petite and she's a very gorgeous person. And I was like, you know what? If someone like her can do it, can be brave, can get out there, can get it done and she's safe and she's okay and she's alive and she hasn't been like kidnapped and like locked in a basement for five years, then you know what? I can do this too. And so I decided to give it another try and not just to let that experience scare me into believing yep that's I was right my worldview is confirmed and it is way too safe unsafe way too like scary and I decided to go back out and like when I tell you my anxiety was so bad like the first few days I was so aware of my surroundings I was so nervous when I was driving I would literally go to work feeling nauseous and sick from just anxiety and stress and fear about like just being out so out and about um, yeah, and but now I'm probably a little over two months into it and it's just been getting better and better and better and I've been accomplishing so much more and I've been delivering and I've been, you know, I've even delivered really, really late at night into some areas that I have people in my life they're like 
they won't even go to those areas. They're, I don't know, uh, their, their quality of life deems it beneath them, I guess. But I live in those areas. I'm not afraid of them. But also, um, it was part of my job. They need their deliveries. Whatever, I'm going. You know, and so I have to be out in the dark by myself as a woman a lot. And I had to face down a lot of my fears and really grow my backbone and my spine and feel like, you know, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I'm not going to be terrified. I'm not going to let this fear take away my job opportunities and me growing and me actually feeling comfortable enough to walk in public spaces and share this world with everyone else and I had kind of like that was the whole reason I had backpacked Europe when I was younger just stayed in hostels did it really on the cheap but I wanted to prove to myself after my insult that I could like handle being out there in the world by myself and I did but then after the pandemic and stuff and like going back online for my degree I'd kind of like hold myself up in my house again for a few years and I found myself kind of regressing into some of those mindsets so I had to reprove it to myself and now that I've been out and delivering and doing all this stuff all the time I'm feeling really great and really confident and my confidence has grown in so many ways. And one of those ways was, you know, just feeling more comfortable going on walks, going out, going in the city, like doing things where before I was so scared that like, you know, of being catcalled or harassed or approached. And now I just feel like way firmer, way more like go away. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel more in charge and safer and I don't know, just more confident in general. I don't feel like a scared, shaking dog that the moment I get approached, my knees are going to buckle anymore or I'm going to puke on them or fear puke. I actually feel like sturdy in my own skin, which is really an amazing accomplishment. I think it just came from like just doing it over and over and over again. And each day I gain a little more confidence. It's not like I never feel anxiety again, but I am growing my confidence significantly. And like, obviously, if you have a therapist or something, I would recommend working through it with them. But right now, that's not something I have access to. So I'm just doing the best I can. And I, you know, going to like the hair, like as I got more comfortable, like I even like it started to branch out outside of work too, where I started suddenly feeling like, you know what, maybe I will go on a walk around my neighborhood and that's not something I would normally do. Like on my days home, I would just stay in my house because it felt too unsafe to go on a walk by myself. How dumb, right? And so now I've like, I've started, stop telling myself like you can't walk by yourself. You can't this or that. I'm like, no, I'm going to go on walks. I'm going to use the public sidewalk. I'm going to go in public spaces and I'm just growing my confidence. And now the next step in this is today for like one of the first times ever is I kind of wore my hair down for part of my work day. And let me tell you why that's a big deal. This is a big deal to me, especially as someone that deals with like such hypervigilance and fear is that I was always told, don't wear your hair down when you're walking by yourself. Don't wear your hair down when you're by yourself, because um, the reason I was given was that someone can grab you by it. And like I would always just do like a thousand reasons or a thousand ways to try to keep myself from, I guess, being assaulted again. I was really afraid of that for me going through my assault had a lot of hard effects on me and for years I struggled with my sexuality and just so many different things um, and enjoying sex the same way because of the PTSD. However, now I'm feeling a lot better because I know that there's nothing I can't face. When I was still in the midst of healing, it felt unimaginable to go through that again and like it would kill me because I couldn't I didn't felt like I had gotten on the other side. I felt like it had changed me forever. But now you know, for me it just took longer. Maybe it takes you like it did with me like five, six years. And I now can say, truthfully, I enjoy my sexuality, I feel brave, I don't feel haunted by the um, 
instance of assault every single time I see sexuality or something depicted in media the way I used to. I've come so far and I have had a lot of healing and I know with certainty that no matter what happens to me, it's not going to take me down. It didn't take me down before and it won't take me down again, right? And so I know that I'm braver and stronger than I thought I was before. But on top of that, it's still hard to let go of a lot of those old habits and a lot of the messages we get that we are asking for it, even though I don't believe in that. And even though, honestly, when I was assaulted, it was when none of that stuff was happening. It was when I was doing everything right and wearing a turtleneck and doing, you know, so the, we know that that's not true. But it's still hard to break those old habits and to me, break through the little things of fear. And I think for me, you know, I tend to, especially when I'm like delivering or something, I tend to wear a size up in clothes and then put some other clothes underneath it for the bagginess. Um, but mainly, I think I just, I tend to hide my body. I tend to hide my shape. I tend to tie up my hair. I tend to not wear makeup. I tend to do things that I think won't attract attention to my femininity, even though that's not even my personal style. I think I just try to dress down or not have my hair down because I've noticed that long hair can attract attention or, you know, just all those different things. Like basically, I just don't want anything that would draw attention to me or make anyone think that I am pretty or, you know, just really attract any attention. I don't want people to think I'm attractive. I don't want them to look at me because of the, I guess, PTSD and anxiety. And so I often dress in ways just to be able to just do my job and be seen as a delivery driver and not a woman, if that makes sense. And I guess like today, I don't know, my hair was up really tight and I was just like hurting my head. And so I just decided to let down my hair. And gosh, it felt so good. My hair down and it was so long and it's, you know, I, I'm just like swishing it around and it feels good walking around with it and it just feels so free. And some woman was like, wow, your hair's really long. And it actually made me kind of smile a bit because I realized like, you know, that actually is something to be proud of because it took a long time to get this hair back. Um, when I was in 2017 trying to prove that to myself when I backpacked, I could afford like the ticket in the hostels basically. But like with food, I went to the gas station and I bought like two things and I like my nutrition was terrible and I did everything on such the cheap that it was awesome and it was worth it. And I got to see those cities. But when you travel that cheap, it literally took a toll on my health and a lot of my hair thinned. And yeah, so like I feel like also like I've balanced my hormones. I figured out some issues I had with birth control. I've just come so far in life and I'm really trying to learn about regulating my stress more and so many different things and I feel like it's paying off and I can actually see it in my hair and I can actually like and there was a time where I was like questioning every decision I made like what looks good on me do I like brunette hair do I like red hair I just wasn't in touch with myself enough to even know what I liked and now I am I know what I like and I embrace it and I own it and I don't know just like realizing I've grown enough to like actually be in touch with my own decision making to not just be making decisions out of fear and to feel confident enough to even do that for a couple seconds and I actually for a second felt pretty which is like hard for any woman to admit right but then you're like walking around and you're like you know I actually feel beautiful in this moment not just afraid but beautiful and it feels freeing not confining so wearing my hair down made today a good day so I don't know, maybe some of those prompts made you think of something, but I'm always looking for different ways to answer this question. So let me know, what do you think makes a good day? Bye.